This is Walk to Wealth, episode 15. My name is John Mendez, and I am your host. Welcome to Walk to Wealth, where I motivate and inspire people new to the world of personal finance by letting you all in behind the scenes of someone who's still on his way. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. For all my new listeners, welcome. I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that you can make it. For all the OGs in the building, welcome back home. Thank you for all the loyalty and all the support. We're going to be picking up the conversation right where we left off last episode. So without further ado, let's get right into it. And so then let me ask you a question then. If you could go back in time right now, would you do it all over again to get to the success that you're at now? Or would you have waited another year or so? No, I definitely, I would definitely go through it again um, to get to where I'm at now. Because I, I do think in the beginning, you're trying so hard because you, you know, you want to be successful and it's new. And, you know, I think they say like 90 something percent of real estate agents don't make it their first year. And my goal was, I am going to hit my goal my first year. Like, I don't care. I don't care what I have to do. I was so um, intentional with what I wanted and I knew it was going to be you know, blood, sweat, and tears. And I knew it was going to be exhausting. But once I hit that point and I realized that probably 20%, it's 80, 20 rule, 20% Mm -hmm. of my business was coming from, or 80% of my business was coming from 20% of the people and things that I was doing. Mm -hmm. And I was wasting so much time doing all these things that were just so unnecessary that I think I really was able to hone in and see what actually needed to be done and what was not an actual priority that I was making myself busy. I was busy and not productive. Mm -hmm. So I read a couple books, um, and just got, I, I, it clicked. I was like, Oh, just because it's only four 30 and it's not seven o'clock. If I don't have anything to do, I'm not going to keep working because I don't have to. Yeah. Being a 1099 employee, I can do whatever I want whenever I want. So I was like, why am I going to just stand here at my computer and try to find things to do to make myself feel like I worked a whole day? Um, so it was just like these little mindset things that I just really kept trying to remind myself. Mm-hmm. And those those things really, really, really did help um, change my mentality to go be productive instead of be busy and being productive equates to these, you know, these top things and I'm going to schedule block these top things. And these are the 80 or 20% of the things that I need to do for my business to get 80% of my success. Yeah. And so how did you then eventually ended up becoming um, so purposeful and having enough self-awareness to realize that, because, you know, as a 1099 contractor or anyone who's starting up a business, you know, you have all the power, which, you know, and you know what they say, the cliche quote is with great power comes great responsibility, right? And you have all the freedom now. You're the shot caller now. You're the, you know, you're the top dog because you don't have to answer to anyone. It's your business and you can run it as you, um, you know, as you'd like. And whether you decide to run it as a business or not is completely up to your, your decision. So a lot of people too, another thing too, a lot of people also have an ego, 
So like, mm-hmm. you know, they want to do everything themselves or they have trust issues and, you know, they can't get over the fact that they eventually Ooh. have to like leverage out some things uh, to yep. other people in order for them to keep on growing. So how do you, you know, have the self-awareness and let go of, you know, the ego, the trust issues, all that stuff to focus in that 20% and, you know, do eventually come around to the 80% of stuff that, you know, but like, how do you get focused in that 20 I love that question because it's something I'm actually still working on. <laughs> um, I am definitely a, I don't want to say I'm a control freak, but <laughs> I know that when I do something, I do it 110%. So to leverage out something makes me nervous because I would be, it, it's like, it, I might as well do it myself because I'm going to be checking in every day. If I don't hear something like, I'm going to be emailing the attorneys anyway, but you know, it is going to be a thing that I'm going to have to take a step back from because it does take up a lot of time, but I really like being in the loop because I'm like, I'm big on communication and I always communicate with my clients, like Mm -hmm. probably maybe overly. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, that's, that's something I am still working on. Um, but I think it's, like you said, with the ego, I would say a lot of people put so much pressure and so much stress on themselves. And I'm guilty of it too. Like when I started and people saw that, like I was doing well, it's almost like I felt this sense of pressure, like, oh, well now I need to do even better. And now, you know, making a hundred thousand isn't good enough because people are going to expect me to do more. So like my second year, I need to do 200,000 in order to impress the people around me. And, you know, very recently I got to a point where I was like, I know who I am. Like, I don't need to impress anybody. Mm -hmm. I want to feel in myself that I'm fulfilling myself and what I want. I don't care if now, if I go a couple of weeks without posting that a deal closed, like, you know, I think it's a lot of people trying to appease other people and like have this image. They want this social image of what it's like, like, Oh, look at her. Like she's only been in for a year and she's killing it. And that's what these people are all saying to me. And people are, you know, always commenting or messaging me and, you know, family and friends are like, Oh my God, like you are incredible. Like you're killing it in real estate. And I don't know if it's like, I'm someone who doesn't like compliments. I don't know, (laughs) but it makes me like feel this sense of pressure to like have to keep performing. And cause I'm a perfectionist and that's my, my goal is to always better myself every day. My goal every day is to be better than I was the day before. Mm -hmm. And it was so much pressure feeling like, Oh, everyone's watching and waiting to see what I do until I got to the point where I'm like, screw it. I don't care. Mm -hmm. I don't care what people think about me. I don't care if they're like, Oh wow. She hasn't, she hasn't posted. She closed a deal this month. Like, what is she up to? Like, why isn't she closing deals? Um, So I just really stopped caring about what other people thought about me and started focusing on more of what I thought about myself and appeasing myself because I got to a point where when I would close a deal, I'd be like, whoa. And everyone would be like, oh my God, congratulations. And I was Mm -hmm. like, "Uh, it's not that exciting. Like it's expected. 
So I've really been trying to like reward myself every deal I close, no matter how big or how small it is. I've been trying to do something nice for myself, buy myself something or go for a massage or, you know, whatever, whatever the case may be, go on a Mm -hmm. vacation. Um, just to feel like I'm rewarding myself at the end of the day, like you need to be your biggest cheerleader. And at the end of the day, it's, it's you, it's you versus you. And you're the only one that you can for sure always count on. So eliminating the outside noise, that's Mm. super important, super important. Yeah. That's really big, especially with social media. Uh, Everyone forgets that social media is a highlight reel. Um, And so what you're seeing is an actual reality and you're not ever seeing what is actually going into all the hard work. And it, it, you know, it, it baffles me when people, talk about all these successful people and it's like oh my goodness i want to be with them but it's like do you really like do you know what they had to do for example like in um elon musk right everyone's he knows he's i think he's the the richest guy on the planet now but it's like if you actually listen to his story he literally instead of him i think it's him and his brother like they instead of running out an apartment they run out an office space and they had to go take showers at the YMCA daily because it was just an office space and they were pretty much working. They only had one computer, right? And so they were pretty wow. much working a hundred hours a week, every single week, every single week of the year with no days off, no vacations, no nothing. And it's like, yep. are, are you willing to work that hard for many, many years before you ever get any traction? Have Be on the brink of all three of your companies going bankrupt at the same exact time having to choose like what on earth am I going to do? Like a lot of people would not be able to go through all that. No. But it's like, they they see it though. And it's like, Oh my goodness. He's so rich. He has Tesla and his blah, blah, blah. And you're doing yep. rich and you're closing deals and all that jazz. And it's like, they must have it so easy. And it's like, there's so much more behind that. And it kind of discredits um, yep. all the work that you put in because it's like, you're doing all these deals. And as you said, it becomes expected. Because as yep. anything you do consistently, people take regret for granted at some point or another. If you do it long enough, consistently enough, it gets taken for granted. Whether that's you closing deals, whether that's you just doing a nice gesture, whether that's you saying good morning every day to your best friend or your significant other, right? As yeah. if if you do it long enough and people don't take the second to appreciate it, at some point in time it'll be taken for granted. Uh huh. I 100 percent agree. And, and as you said, and once it becomes a, a expected, it's like all the satisfaction it takes the joy out of it. it. It gets sucked right out. Yeah, it gets sucked right out. And then it's good that you're doing now, like giving yourself little rewards, because although it may be like I'm gonna eat out tonight, you know, it's yeah. like that dopamine hit. It's like because you went through all that pain, your body now has something to tie pleasure to regardless of whether how small it is that's how people train pets it's like you paw and then you give him a treat now he yep. knows every time he gives out his paw there's a treat at the end the treat is tiny but he knows that there's something in reward in return for doing the right actions yep. right and so i wanted to ask you as well with um i kind of go back a little bit with um the idea of leveraging out and because you know you're gonna have to do that to eventually grow, mm-hmm. and you know you had a, a point in time where it's like the fulfillment and satisfaction kind of was sucked away. And now you're kind of getting back into it. When do you ever think enough will be enough? Like what what what's your like, you know your vision down the line? When it was like okay, I'm closing too many deals. I actually 
don't need to do any of this and I'm just going to chill out a little bit more and make close less deals. But like when will, you know, you hit that point where like uh, enough is enough and uh, you're, you're fine with where you're at. Let's take a quick break. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the podcast. If you didn't know, part of my mission statement comes from Plato's quote, the duty of the enlightened is to enlighten the unenlightened. And so since you guys are getting enlightened with all the gems we're dropping on this podcast, it is now your duty to share this with a friend so that then they can become enlightened and continue on their walk to wealth. So make sure to stop what you're doing right now, share this with a friend so we can continue being amazing humans and helping others in their walks to wealth. So I had said this year, actually, um, when I was like really burnt out, my mom's like, but you had such an incredible year. Like you made so much money. You did so well. And I was like, yes, I've made the most money I have ever made in my life. And I am the most miserable I've ever been in my life. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where it like hit me like a ton of bricks because to me, happiness is the most important thing in life. And I wasn't happy. Like, yeah, I was making the most amount of money I possibly could. But like, if I'm miserable and unhappy and I can't see my friends and I can't go on vacation and I can't enjoy life, what is the point? Mm. Like, what is the point? And, you know, just feeling that, And, you know, they say once you make over, I think it's like once you make over 70 grand a year, like Mm -hmm. your happiness has absolutely nothing to do with money. And at first, when I first heard that, I was like, "Mm, I don't know about that, but it is 110% factual. It most definitely is. I would have given up. I would have given up that amount of money to feel like a human last year. Um, But again, it was a lesson. So. For me, happiness is the most important thing. You know, that is the thing that I want most in life. I want to be able to, you know, enjoy my life and travel and do all these things. So, I mean, realistically, I always say like, if I could make like even 150 grand a year, 200, whatever, whatever the thing is. I would be completely fulfilled and completely happy. And everyone's trying to like top their year before, which is great. And, you know, I am too, but not to the extent where I'm going to lose myself again and I'm going to lose my happiness and it's not worth my mental health. If I can get to a point where my business is flowing and I don't have to really be super involved, um, if I can get to that point and I'm making, you know, half a million a year, great, but I'm not going to give up my life and being a human for that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's just like anything, like there's, there's sacrifices that need to be made, but for me, the sacrifice isn't worth the reward. Um, so even what I do now is I, I don't work with residential buyers. Um, if it's like a family or friend, I, I would, but otherwise, like on my listings, if I get an unrepresented buyer, I refer them out immediately, refer them out mm-hmm. my million dollar listing, refer them all out. I want nothing to do with that. It's too much time for what I'm doing. I can yeah. pour my time into other things. So for me, it, it wasn't worth the time um, to go drive somebody around every weekend, 
losing bids left and right because they're not understanding the market, no matter how many times you tell them, you know, mm-hmm. being defeated, someone being like, oh no, I don't, I don't like the color of that wall. Like it's not the house for me. Like I can't deal with that. And I, yeah. and I learned that about myself very early on, which is why I like working with investors. Um, so, you know, to answer your question, when I get to a place where I'm making 200, whatever thousand, if I'm, if I'm making that and I'm loving life and I'm living life and I'm getting to go to Dallas whenever I want, like I was just here Mm -hmm. two weeks ago and I was in the Bahamas last week and this week I'm back in Dallas. So it's like things like that. That's what's important to me. I want to be able to be free to me. Freedom is the most precious thing you could have. I definitely agree. I f- definitely agree on that. And that's a uh, pretty powerful. Um, and so I was just get close to wrapping it up. You know, what, what would you tell to the audience or anyone that's listening to this podcast right now? What will be their call to action? Like as soon as they get off this podcast, they can go do right, like right this second. So I would say the two things that you should do is be very intentional with your direction mm-hmm. and pick that focus and like follow it and study 15 minutes a day on that topic, whether it's watching a video or reading a book. And I think they say like, you'll be an expert in a year. If you do that, like you'll have so Mm -hmm. much knowledge. And that's really what I did. Um, I watched, you know, Tom Ferry in the beginning, then I was watching bigger pockets and I was learning how to wholesale. Um, so that's something I would definitely recommend. And then I think I've read a lot of great books in my life, but I would say, the life changing book I read was the very beginning of COVID and that's miracle morning. Mm. And it just really makes your intention for the day. It teaches you how to be intentional, how to have a positive mindset for the day, because at the end of the day, it's all about mindset. Like 98% of it is based on your mindset. If you're in a negative space, negative thing after negative thing, after negative thing is going to be happening. If you're in a positive space and the universe is, you know, your oyster, more things are just going to keep coming and coming and coming to you. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed that a lot lately. It's like one thing after another, like good thing after good thing. And, you know, you show gratitude for those moments and you say what you're grateful for every morning and what you want to accomplish for the day. And Mm -hmm. you self-reflect a little bit. And I would say, you know, that's the most important thing. And that goes along with personal growth. And in order to be externally successful, you have to internally be successful. And that all comes from within. And you really need to work on yourself and your mindset. Mm-hmm. And the, the success will just follow that. Yeah, that reminds me of two quick quotes. Uh, we got the, what you focus on expands. And yes, your business, ex- your business expands to the point that you expand. So you got to keep yeah. on focusing on yourself and your business will certainly follow. Uh, right after also, that. like the passion money follows. Like when yeah. you do what you're passionate about and you do it intentionally, the money will follow. Like just like little side note, like when I was personal training, like I was 18 and I was making, you know, like $18 an hour. And I thought that was the best thing ever. And, (laughs) you know, I just kept going with that and going with that and going with that. And, you know, now I'm making 85 or a hundred an hour. And it just really goes to show you that when you're passionate about something and you pour your heart and soul into it, at first it might be, you know, a little slow, Mm -hmm. but eventually you're going to get to that point where, 
you're just going to be so glad that you wrote it out and you followed your heart and your passion because it will lead you to the money. Exactly. Agreed. And do you have any like big things coming up? Like any, uh, you know, big events, any like plans with your real estate stuff, any like ma major things you got going on in the future? Um, I'm going to a big convention this weekend in Dallas. So my goal is to kind of get some bigger investors over here as well. Like I said, I have a couple guys, I probably have like seven to 10 guys who really can buy $20 million plus apartment buildings. Um, yeah. So that's been great. Um, I'm working on a commercial deal right now that's off market in Oklahoma. Um, you know, and in that case, I'm not acting as an agent. I'm more, I'm just bringing the two parties together. So it's not really like, I'm not right. really doing much, but it still comes down to the connections. Yeah. Um, so there are a few, few big things I'm working on. I'm working on some bank connections to get, you know, bank owned properties. Um, kind of doing like working on my own wholesale thing. Yeah. Um, so definitely my, my focus is mostly off market and then all investor based in Connecticut. And, and where could anyone listening, uh, reach out to you at where, where can they find you? Um, best place would probably be my Facebook, which is R E with Carly with a K. Um, that's also my Instagram. Um, I would say I probably use Facebook the most. Um, my LinkedIn is Carly Worth, K-A-R-L-Y-W-O-R-T-H. So I'm and, kind of all over those. And then the last quick before we wrap things up is the fast five, five quick questions. And just so everyone uh -oh. knows, she did not know the questions. So these are off the top, right? So question Ooh. number one, who's your favorite music artist? Oh, Blake Shelton. Okay, okay. I like country. And then what's your favorite condiment? I'm really not a condiment person, but I'm going to say barbecue. I love barbecue. Okay, any particular type? Honey barbecue? Like regular barbecue? And just barbecue? Any good kind of barbecue. <laughs> okay. Uh, what's your favorite pizza topping? Cheese. Cheese, okay. Nice and simple. Plain. Favorite show growing up? Ooh, Arthur. Okay, that's a first. And <laughs> Arthur last... is awesome. I wish I could still watch it. <laughs> and then the last question, which might throw you off a little bit, is what would be your DJ name if you became a DJ today? I'm only going to say this because someone told me that one day when I get a yacht, this is going to be my yacht name. Um, Net Worth my last name is worth so that would be that DJ would probably be my day <laughs> is it that's the only thing i could think of it's <laughs> <laughs> good enough right you caught me off guard with that one <laughs> well carly again thank you so much for hopping on the podcast i really enjoy you hopping on and you know spinning your game and uh, you know talking about a lot of things that people kind of neglect when they cut start thinking about business because it's more like monetary and we got really in depth into you know you know making sure that your time is not being wasted. You're not losing your happiness and things like that. So um, I really thank you for coming on and it was a blast. Thank you for having me. It was, it was a lovely conversation. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. You too. That is all for this interview with Carly. We talked about a bunch and we talked about 
working with people who you want to work with and being intentional about that, surrounding yourself with a good team, being purposeful and sticking to that 80-20 rule, the Pareto distribution, as we say, you know, we focus on myth busting the fact that you have to work 24-7. And, you know, we talked about scheduling time off. And if you haven't done so, make sure to read The Miracle Morning and get your mindset right. Thank you guys for tuning in to today's episode. Again, I am your host, John Mendez. You can find me at John Mendez underscore Realtor and at Walk to Wealth on Instagram. Please make sure to subscribe and leave a review if you're loving the podcast so far. New episodes are released every Sunday. Look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode. Take care.